Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this episode, the doc interviews longtime New Power Generation keyboardist Morris Hayes, where they discuss the Prince tribute concert, and Morris shares a story about getting a haircut from Prince. And now, he's like freezer burn compared to cool, Dr. Funkenberry. Uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. I have my producer Chris with me. What's going on, Chris? Hello, Doc. How you doing, man? Doing great. We got a great guest with us today. We got Morris Hayes straight off the Prince Tribute concert. Morris is actually here with us right now. How's it going, Morris Hayes? Hey, man. It's a good day, brother. We're doing good. Good day. Good. So this event, it must have been having to have all the egos in check and all the performers and everything looked and sounded as good as you can make it. How was the process and everything for the past uh, month or two? Well, um, it's a lot that goes into it, man. Mm -hmm. Really a lot more than even I expected, you know, for years. um, uh, We had a lot of people that that delegated uh, things out and and things were done uh, by different folks. And, And I think me coming in as MD on this particular project, uh, it was a interesting situation because I just saw how much sausage making that goes into the whole thing. You know, man, I was kind of spoiled, I guess. Prince was the one that spearheaded most of the, um, you know, the, the work was done behind the scenes. And uh, me having to really kind of deal with a lot of administrative and a lot of other stuff. It was it was an undertaking, man. And I have to say, I had to lean on my band and my and, and my people a lot uh my support people were amazing man and it was really not undertaking it was, it was quite a colossal learning experience as well right. like know, because a lot of things it just you know just came from out of everywhere and uh and, I, and really i'm just really music centric right like you as if you didn't have enough appreciation for Prince while I was here, him always being the musical director, and then you had to take on that task. I'm sure, like your appreciation was even more so after all of this. Well, I mean, I remember we uh, uh, had this discussion one time, and we got again to one of these discussions that we would have. He said, "You know, Morris, one day you'll have your own band, and you'll know what I mean." And, uh, <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I felt that that vibe. I, I instantly recall that conversation dealing with uh, this this process. But you know, again, man, um, I'm just grateful for my my bandmates and and um, and and the promoter and you know all of the folks that was involved. Man, were very patient and very cool, even in, in through sometimes and um, you know the, the the chaos of all of it. Uh, Everybody just stayed cool, man, and we just tried to keep focused on what it is we wanted to do. And I think that just what really made the thing come down uh, and, and be cool, you know. Absolutely. So that was phenomenal. Just and the word you used was patience, because you had to be patient throughout this. You know, you had different promoters coming in. It sounds like you're hearing, you know, the venue change, Absolutely. all these other things happening, and you had to roll with it. That must not have been too easy. Well, the thing is, that's one of my favorite words when I'm trying to talk about to people and, and trying to get them to understand things, that patience is a word that I uh, utilize a lot with them. And I really had to take my own medicine with that word, you know, with the patience thing. I really had to um, to exercise a lot of it because there's a lot of things flying around and a lot of things to get away from you and, you know, egos and all kinds of stuff. And you just have to keep all of that stuff in check. 
and uh, you know because I think the cool head prevails. You know what I mean? And so it, it was a good lesson and just just stay in the course, man. Don't don't freak out. And we had some meltdowns and we had some stuff, but nobody lost it. Nobody, you know, just very to keep everything on the rails. You know? Right. That's good. Now, I know a lot of people have been asking this question for a while, so I'm just going to put it out there. You may not know, but, you know, they're hoping it was professionally filmed that there might be a DVD release in the future. What are you hearing about that at all, if you can share? I mean, there were cameras, of course, that were there that were recording, um, mm -hmm. you know, for, for the um, uh, video wall. Uh, yeah. all that, I mean, for the video screens and that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, that was part of the conversation I, that I'm really out of uh, as far as, right. uh, you know, what may happen with that. I know there was a lot of wrangling with the celebrities about, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the, the video portion of, of all of that. And, you know, that's a lot of legal and, and the wrangling that goes on. And that was way over my pay grade, brother. So I didn't yeah. have lawyers to deal with that. I tried to and, help uh, too on my end. I tried to help with stuff. I got a, yeah. a media company that was willing to stream it, do all these things. So I was trying and I wasn't going to hit you up with it. Cause I knew you had a lot on your plate with all this going on yeah. now. Yeah. How... It's all good. But I think, I think they do have something that, you know, should, the, you know, I guess should the parties, all parties be willing to do something maybe again, but I, that's really, I, I'm not sure about any of that kind of thing. God willing on that one. Now, how long were uh, the rehearsals uh, for this going on about two weeks or so, or <laughs> look at you go for it. You let us know. Uh, all day, they would start at like 11 and go to like four or five in the morning, depending oh, on wow. Depending, and that wasn't for everybody. That was right. mostly just for you. me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it would, the, 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 well, not just me. The, the thing is, I had the two bands. And so right. I had to do them in different shifts. I had, you know, what I call band, uh, set one band and set two band. Um, and as people were available, uh, I had to just kind of wrangle it. And that's where the scheduling got to be kind of interesting because, you know, trying to get that many people together at once. Uh, you know, like, you know, Michael couldn't do it one day or Barbarella couldn't do it one day or somebody couldn't do it one day or whatever, you know, you just had to figure it out as you went along. And and, and therein was, you know, a tricky part of it, just getting that many people together. And, I, you know, a good, a good buddy of mine, man, um, is my, my dude, Corey Tolson, man, uh, just let me use his, uh, his place, his house to rehearse my band in, man. And it was just amazing, man, because... Yeah, he's got this really cool spot, and I call it the Dollhouse Studios. But it's cool because it allowed me to um, to have everybody in a in a kind of close environment, man, where we can just kind of not feel that tension of having to be in a in a in a bigger place and and be dealing with all this other kind of stuff. And it was very uh, intimate for us to be there and just quiet, and it was very cool, man. I mean, so it, it just allowed us to work. Without that added pressure of like, well, we in this spot, we got to get out at this time, we got to do this. We didn't have to do any of that. We just was able to like vibe and you know work on tracks and not be rushed and not be like you know, uh, you know, freaking out about time and stuff like that. And but you know, it's curfew and this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. So we try to keep it cool, you know, because there was a lot of funk rolling through the neighborhood. So right. uh, you know, we try to keep it cool late at night. But it was just cool that we could do that. It just added to the ease of being able to. You know, kind of plan the music out and, and 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 do it that way. So it was really cool. Definitely, mad love to Corey for that. Now, absolutely. The last, the last time I saw you was at one of the memorials in L.A. Just you know, because I'm sure the fans want to know about this as well. 
But mm-hmm. how how tough has the past six months been since April twenty first? You know, man, it's 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 that thing that happens with, with with legendary people like when like Michael Jackson died. You just think people like Prince and Michael they can't die. That's mm-hmm. the thing. You just they're they're these bigger than life objects. These these constellations. They're just not stars. They're constellations. They're because they're so huge. And you just think, you know, you have a reality check because it's like they're humans too. And you right. just sometimes you forget. So then uh, them being gone becomes surreal. It's this whole thing like you can't believe that it's happening, that, it, you know. And, and, and I really had my moment, you know, the day of the show, um, you know, uh, just, you know, me and my, my, um, uh, my, my engineer, Dave Isaac, and uh, Bo, Damien, um, uh, we, you know, we worked out this piece uh, for the Purple Rain thing, and I mean, yeah. it just—I had that moment where it hits you, and it just like yeah. pow, and it's like a sock in the stomach, and then you just get it, and you just go like, "Wow, man, this dude is gone," and it's just yeah. like—I think everybody has that some of the moment where you—it really, really hits you, and then you just lose it, and you just go like, "Wow, this is it. That is, I won't see this cat again." You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a—that's a—it's a real gut check been tough man now one of the moments that you spoke of was the purple rain thing where you had his vocals along with everyone performing i kind of know the backstory of that but for our listeners uh i'd rather have you tell it how that came to be with purple rain and his vocals and everything yeah well what's really cool is i I was you know you and i we live in la and uh, i went to see marcus miller uh, at the Hollywood Bowl, he had this really dope uh, thing he was doing with like the black exploitation films of the seventies and and the eighties, you know, sixties and seventies and whatnot. And and um, it was a really dope idea where uh, you know he had the orchestra and uh, his band, and then uh, they would put the film clips on these giant screens, and then um, um, would play the music, but they had baby face and. And, uh, uh, you know, Gladys Knight, you know, did her songs from the movie Claudia. And that's all, you know, uh, um, just all of these really wonderful, uh, stars, people come out and sing in sync with the fit, with the video. And, uh, and then they got to this point in the show where Whitney Houston was doing, you know, they had the movie, uh, Waiting to Exhale. And, um, mm. Whitney Houston, they put up on the screen, she did shoot. And I saw her up on that giant screen, man, and just singing that song, but then playing underneath it, and it just hit me. I said, that's how I got to do Purple Rain. Uh-huh. Nobody can sing that song but him. Right. I said, exactly. I don't want nobody else to do it. Uh, you know, but the issue is, of course, was, you know, getting the, uh, you know, the state is, is, you know, all that stuff is in the state is like very difficult right now because of all the legal beagle stuff that's going on. Right. But my, my engineer had a piece of technology that would lift, uh, that lifts voice out of tracks. And it's a it's an amazing piece of software that will just allow you to just take the voice out of a track, and we used it and just basically erased the music around his voice, and um, and we took a few different uh, pieces uh, from different uh, you know d- d- just different pieces of music until we comp- compiled um, enough dialogue to be able to make what happened happen. I mean that it was it was sitting there doing it, man. It was really it, it was. I don't even know how to describe it. I can't say it's like spooky, but it was just like hearing his talking voice clear like that away Mm -hmm. from the music and just, uh, it was really 
powerful. And I knew that it would be a powerful piece in the, in the, um, um, in the performance because it's him, it's his voice. And then to, to have it be where he said, you're having a good time. Me too. It was, it was, man, it was, it was powerful just sitting there listening to it even before. And then of course we had to send Michael Bland and a sync, a click track so that, you know, we could sync. And the crazy thing about that, man, Mm -hmm. we had one time to run that right before they opened doors, like to just make sure that it actually worked. And, um, and it did, and it was powerful. I mean, man, when we got off of that stage, brother, I, I, it was. I, I didn't see a dry eye walk by me. Yeah, you know, I, I had my I had my breakdown before the in the sound yeah. check. You know, when I when it was playing for the first time when we were playing it, that's when it hit me. But for everybody else, it hit at the at the actual event. And you know, I saw people crying that just on every just walking past me just stevie broke down i mean michael bland everybody's just like yeah. you know it just hit him you know and so um uh, but i just knew that i didn't want anybody else to sing that song i just like i don't want anybody to touch a purple ring but prince i mean that's just um the way i saw it i agree and from what i'm told uh some the shows that you were sent or whatnot were from the piano and microphone tour uh from down overseas yeah. in australia correct yeah yeah correct Okay, and so so that's you know um, that's where that uh, was uh, the majority of it came from, and um, and so it was uh, you know because it was pretty simple, we didn't have to do too much wrangling because uh, right. you know it's piano mic thing, and just all we had to do was just scrub the piano away, and uh, and it was just really cool, man. It Amazing. Was just, it was just really cool. I, I thought it was a, it was an incredible moment, and uh, mm-hmm. I, of course I couldn't see the video screen, so I couldn't see what assets they had up there. I'll have to defer to whatever tape they may have of the show, mm-hmm. because I couldn't see that happen while I was playing it. But uh, but I heard it was cool, and I, I've had a lot of you know Prince family people come and just uh, uh, meaning uh, you know our fans came and just said, man, it was so cool, and just see mm-hmm. this you know they kind of described it to me, and. Um, and how much it moved them and how much it was it was great and how much they thought that yeah i think you're right he sh- he should have sang that song so absolutely uh, i'm just glad i'm just glad that everybody at least the people that i've spoken to have uh you know given me kudos for doing it that way and i'm just i'm glad it worked out yeah it's amazing that you did it that way and just how it came across that you came up with the idea and everything it's really appreciate. Just everyone seems blown away by it. Yeah. So that was a great decision by you. Well, like I said, man, I can't take full credit. Marcus Miller right. did a, a very cool thing that I, when I when I saw the shoot thing, that was the inspiration for it. Man, Absolutely. I like to give credit where credit is due. Uh, you know, everybody's like patting me on the back. You know, like more if you did it, you did it. But really, man, my band, I couldn't have did anything without all of my help and all of the people that work with me on this project. Uh, not even for a minute. And so uh, I'm not too quick to take a lot of uh, credit for um, a, a lot of things that other people did. And, you know, Kirk and, you know, uh, Michael B. And, and just all of the cats that did, that were uh, Cassandra and everybody that worked so hard with their time and effort. You know, even when I was dropping the ball on certain things, they were picking it up. And that's what a team does. You know, I'm a team player. And when uh, when somebody's down, your teammate helps you up. And that's what was happening with this situation. I never could have done it, man. So I can't even front. Like I'm like, yes, you know, I I did this one. No, we did right. it. We we did Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Well, just to just to add one exclamation point on that, 
from the fans' point of view, um, doing the Purple Rain the way you did it, I think was the perfect ending of it. And I don't, I bet you there wasn't a dry eye in that entire building, not just on the stage, just to, from a pan, yeah. fan's perspective, from yeah. all the feedback I've gotten too. So just, yeah. Yeah. Really uh, I, I, I think it was, I, I knew it would be a powerful moment when I was sitting there in LA and I was thinking about it. I was just like, dude, this is, I already knew what it was going to be because it was powerful when he was here doing it. Yeah. So let alone at this point. And I didn't really do it for the fact that I, you know, wanted to make a lot of people upset or cry or be sad or anything. But I just thought mm -hmm. to, to do justice to that song, yeah. you know, I just wanted it to be perfect. I wanted it to be like, you know, like, like, you know, Prince was a perfectionist. He liked things done very well. Right. And it was a higher benchmark to have to set this, have to try to maintain everything at a level that I think that he would have been proud of. And so for me, Nobody can beat him singing that song. Nobody can. And so to me, that was the only other recourse was to have him do it. And just and just fortunately, the tech worked out. Fortunately, that stuff was available. You know, some years ago, we, without having the masters, we wouldn't have been able to do this sort of thing. Right. But 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 as technology comes around, it it, it provides us a lot of uh, options as far as things we can do. And so I just think that that that's what the way I would have wanted it to be is perfect, and it was perfect to me to have him sing it and have us play it the only thing that could have been perhaps more perfect would have been the revolution planet right. is that it would have been if, if they uh, had been able to do it but they had busy schedules you know Wendy and lisa uh, are very busy with their uh, uh, film career they're yeah. very like uh very good and, and very busy doing a lot of film work and they'd already had has a bunch of time you know doing their thing but uh, mm -hmm. So I understand that, but that would have been the only thing that I think could have took it up a notch is to have the original folks that were there right. at that point in, in the game do it. And who knows, maybe at some point they, they can do it. I mean, I know they're they're doing things as well, so I'll be happy to share that tech so that they can, can do that because Absolutely. I think that's the way it should be done from now on. You know, if somebody's going to do that, just let him do it yeah. uh, to, to me. Hopefully, in the future, you can have more of an event like this, you know, back, back in the early 2000s, you know, Prince had his Princess celebration things at Paisley park in June. Hopefully that can, can continue to where, you know, you can do things along with other people and it isn't just a one time only thing, but hopefully the one time only thing will be the stress he had to go through putting this together and the lack of sleep. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, it's all good. I, uh, for me, Anything that's great, anything that you do that's going to be something uh, memorable and worthwhile, man. You you can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs sometimes, man. So right. I knew it was going to be hard work. I knew it was going to be a lot of stuff that had to be done in order to uh, to make this go over well. It was going to be a lot of hours spent. It was going to be a lot of headaches. And it was going to be anything that's that big and that's, that has to come together that quickly. Right. Uh, it's going to be that way. So you just have to go in with that mindset. It's just like you got to do what you got to do. Right. But uh, I definitely uh, hope that down the line, because what I would like is for all of the Prince fans and all of the folks to experience, you know, mm -hmm. just, it was a healing process for us. Right. And I think for most of the people that were there, that were able to be there and present there at that place, you know, I, I wish um, things would have been good such that we could have been at a bit much bigger place and got a lot more people yeah. but at the last minute you know people's schedules these are stars they had they have things mm -hmm. they booked and it's very difficult to get people at very short notice to do things everybody wanted to participate beyonce jay everybody 
wanted to do something. Anybody we uh -huh. called was all, you know, uh, Pharrell. Anybody that, that knew Prince and was cool, they wanted to do something. Their schedules, you know, these folks have very busy schedules. They're doing tours. They're doing television. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Right. And so it was just, just difficult at the last minute to drop everything and do something. But certainly, uh, even in the case of John Mayer, he was very cool and said, man, you know, I'm doing my studio thing. If anything comes up down the line, please call on me. He was cool enough to just, you know, man, call on me again and I'll be there. I mean, just all of that. So it's, it's we understand that kind of thing. It's the, it's, it's the music business, and right. people have things to do. And uh, so it's all love. Everybody was cool, and everybody was just, you know, Aguilera, everybody. Right. So I'm just grateful for that everybody was so cool and just like, hey, anything else comes down the line, please call on me. You know, awesome. and that's a that's a cool thing, just for everybody to be that cool and just just be down for it you know and that's the, what prince had he had so many people that loved him in the game he was a musician's musician he was a he, you know like i say he was a star's star right and so so i i don't foresee anything you know uh if we plan it far enough out and do things i think we can get anybody we wanted to be a part of it because they all love prince now and i'm really hoping that the estate or whatnot at least can maybe just put up purple rain for the fans because there's so many people that need to heal and you touch so many and yeah. speaking of the estate and whatnot while you were there i know you've been there but did you did you take the paisley park tour since it opened what are your thoughts on that if you have oh uh, no uh -uh, man i i um this concert was it was the only thing on my radar man i, right. I had time for nothing I, didn't, I slept on the car rides to and from the you know rehearsal Wow. So, uh, I didn't really have time to go anywhere doing the extraneous stuff outside of this. This was my primary focus, right. and uh, I'm I'm still here, you know, and I'll be around for a while. So I eventually I'll go. Everybody's been telling me it's very cool, right. um, so I'll eventually get by there and everything. I just saw Omar last night and Taika. You know, all of the you know they they had mad love for what I was doing and 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 how it turned out and everything. So eventually I'll get together with them and go you know check things out and and see what's up with it but i just cool. just for me man i just had to focus on this this was either going to be one of those things to me where it's going to be a, a a colossal calamity or it was going to be great and i'm right. glad it turned out for the latter that I, that it turned out really cool and people got their money's worth you know it, it bothers me like it bothered prince when you know tickets go on sale and three minutes later they're you know gone and mm -hmm. and in exorbitant amounts of money uh, I, I get it. I mean, I know how the game runs, but right. uh, it, it it just makes me sad that people who really truly want to experience that don't get a chance to, you know. Right. But you know, that's why I'm hoping that if down the line, if something comes where we can do it again, you know, there'll be other opportunities for people to experience that. And man, and like I said, it just was a very uh, healing thing for us, let alone everybody else, you know, because, you know, we've been around this cat a long time. Right. And uh, just so I, I, I'm just hoping that uh, down the line, Londell and, you know, some of the other folks and the family and everybody, they see fit for this to happen again. And, you know, right. uh, and whoever we can get, uh, you know, this time, hopefully we'll have, you know, uh, some other band members that may not have been around, um, which I try to get as many as I could. And, and you know, it, uh they would come and be a part of it as well. Uh, so hopefully that'll be the case. Right. Um, speaking of the family and whatnot, these events at Muse, you took part in those as well, correct? So you were probably out until like five, six in the morning, huh? Yeah, correct. But that was just part of the course. I mean, I, I was up at those hours anyway, so it just 
a lateral thing then i could just leave there and go over there and and that was cool you know um but yeah it, it, it kind of harkened back to the old days man that's where it was yeah. when i first started you know it's just like we, we didn't sleep a whole lot right. uh it was just go 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 and it just kind of like kind of you know boot camp again you know and it's like okay i remember this huh. i like this and then you know i used to do this i used to have to be in you know, top condition, just stay up three days, man. So it is, is what it is. And so that's what I had to do again. And it just was a reboot, you know? Right. I don't want to keep you too long. There are a few other questions uh, that I do want to sure. ask. And I got to get you back on another time. But you were like, you are, period, the person that worked with Prince the longest throughout his career. Like, it's been, what, over two decades, basically, when you put it all together? Yeah, I mean, I, I worked at the building. I, I think, you know, in terms of just people that's been around, uh, you know, Kirk has been there. I, you know, Kirk was there when I got there. Of course, there was some time outside of the band where Kirk was, but Kirk has never really been gone. He, you know, he's my neighbor and Prince's neighbor and, and everything. And so, but but I think technically in the band, I was there the longest um, as far as being in the band. Um, beyond that, man, um, you know, he's got so many friends, you know, Bobby and all the other cats that he grew up with that, that no, of course, knew him longer than me. Right. It's just that, you know, they had time away. But, um, uh, I, yeah, I guess I'll go down in history on, on that, yeah. uh, you know. Right. Now, you have so many to choose from. We're going to we're gonna talk about the, like a favorite principle. But one thing I want to talk about, if you can, because I know a lot of mm -hmm. people, when they talk about Mr. Hayes or whatnot, the ones that really know, we got to talk about, the days of wild and the quote unquote impromptu haircut that you got during that performance of the beautiful experience. <laughs> like we have to go there, man. Okay. <laughs> how did yeah, that come yeah, about? That, you know, you know how that came about, man. Um, back in that era, we were doing a lot of music videos. Like, you know, I always thought when the rock and roll was like, man, I can't wait to be in rock and roll, man. We shoot videos, do photo <laughs> shoots, man. I hate that stuff. It's like, I learned to hate it. Wow. Because it's like, you know, it's the, again, it's the sausage making. It's all cool when it's done and you're looking at it, it's all cool. But it, the sausage making part of it is what you don't want to see. And it's just like it's a lot of waiting and a lot of heat and a lot of <laughs> hair and makeup and a lot of stuff that I don't like. So it was like, oh, man. But uh, I recall um, I, I went to Prince one day because I said, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm just like shave it off, make it bald. But we were shooting so many videos. And one thing when you're doing a lot of video shooting you have to be uh, concerned about um, continuity. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that if he has to do pickup shots, you didn't do anything drastic, and now you don't look like you did on the shoot on the shots you did a few days earlier. Right. So I would make sure before I do anything drastic like cutting off hair, because you know you can't put that back unless you put a wig up there, <laughs> do some Hollywood. <laughs> so I would tell him, I said, Prince, I'm going to go and um, shave my hair off, man. I think I'm going to do a ball look, and he's like, that's cool. I said, so I said, uh, dude, I said, is that cool? I don't want to mess up anything with continuity with the video shoots and stuff. He said, no, that's cool. He said, but back at that time, we had a dude named Paris Patton. He was there. Uh -huh. And he said, take Paris with you and just let him shoot it. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, uh, why? What? Like, what for? But it's like, okay, you know, he's like, maybe we could use the footage for something. You get your hair cut. I don't know. And I said, oh, okay. So I went and told Paris. I, you know, I said, Paris Prince said, for you to come to the barbershop with me i guess and film me get my hair cut and he's like what oh, okay and i said i'll let you know where i'm going but but prince was at the glam slam and this was during that whole nba weekend and uh -huh. i went to the slam and um 
Prince was sitting there with Ahmad Rashad. Uh, and I sat down next to him, and he said, uh, and he didn't introduce me. He said, Ahmad, this is my keyboard player, Morris, and whatnot. And he said, uh, um, he said, he turned to me and said, hey, man, he said, um, um, I got an idea. He says, why don't, now this is crazy because when I first met Mark Brown, I started working with Mark Brown back when I uh, first came to Minnesota. You know, I was working at Mark's studio and Eden Prairie and everything, doing a thing. And we were just talking one day. He said, hey, bro, whatever you do, don't ever let Prince cut your hair. I'm like, why the hell would Prince cut my hair? Like, How random. What? Like, I'm like, I'm like, why would I? You know? So anyway, I was like, that's a nutty thing. I'm like, <laughs> So Prince turns around to me and says, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you let me cut your hair at the thing? And I was like, wait a minute. Mark Brown told me never like, never let you cut my hair, dude. And he, and he said, well, I can't mess it up. You're going to shave it all off, right? I'm like, well, I guess. I said, do I get hazard pay? And he just started laughing, you know. Because cause Mark said, man, he had my hair whacked, man. It was like, look crazy. Like, like in one of those videos back in like the Dirty Mind days or something, like it was, it did look crazy. Mark looked like somebody just set his head on fire, and um, so it was pretty crazy looking. So, but he said, "Well, I can't mess it up, dude. I'm cutting it. It's just gonna cut it all off, you know." Mm. I'm like, "Okay, cool, whatever, you know. It's hot, you know, rock and roll, you know. Knock yourself out." And uh, yeah, so it was like that's that was how that came around. But then it turns out, as you saw, he didn't really do a good job at that. He just only took about three swipes or so, and then, then left. And I just had half a haircut. And so the girl had to come and finish me on the on the next song. And I had hair in my keyboard. I had hair coming out of places everywhere for the next two weeks. This was like hair down in the in the organ everywhere. I'm like, God, jeez. So it was, it was bananas, man. But, it, 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 you know, it was funny when I, he was so excited about it. I, he was standing like two steps above me because we had a weird stage. It was like actually like five different stages and, and michael had a you know drum riser and i had my key and you walk down these stairs to get from one stage to the other and uh he was standing a couple of stages above me and i had gotten my hair shaved all off and he kissed me in the head like twice like he was so excited that he did that and that we did it he's like dude that's like rock and roll that's like rock and roll and he was so happy because he just uh, nobody's done anything like that. You, you seen guys ever get anybody get a haircut on stage before? Nope. And he was so geeked up about it. It was it was really funny. That's awesome. hilarious. See, and you probably have so many more Prince moments. That's why we got to get you back on. But that is such an amazing story. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, anything in closing that you're wanting to say or or wish that would happen with the tribute? I mean. I think you guys did everything that you could do. I didn't think you already said of who you wanted to have, but is there anything in closing that you just want to say uh, to the fans or anyone in particular? Well, 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 of course, the one thing I wanted to say to the fans is from, from me uh, and from the rest of my crew and my band and, and everybody is that, you know, man, we are eternally grateful mm -hmm. for all of these years of support of us doing this music and doing what we're doing. You know, we, we're nothing without our fans. And if, and if, um, um, you guys aren't around. We're not around. And I just want you know, that's the reason why I've always made it my business personally. That when somebody stops me for a photograph or to shake my hand, man, I got time for them because um, they got love for us. I got love for y'all. And uh, and that's that's what it is. That's real talk. And so my thing is we always want to do the greatest we can for the people who care about us and care about our music and our work. There's plenty of artists out there you could be listening to, but the fact that they dig us, 
yeah, to me, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for that. And so we always want to just try to make sure that what we, we think about the people who support us. And that's why I really wanted to put some time into just like finding some cool tracks, some obscure stuff. Not, you know, we didn't even play less work and that's a big hit. Prince got so many songs, we could have been in there for 12 hours and still didn't, we did hit something that somebody wanted to hear. True. You know, he just got that many songs. So, and once I realized they're not videotaping uh, for necessarily for television, then, hey, the time limit went out to, it was supposed to be a three-hour show, and I'm like, well, hey, they're not, you know, televising it, I, we can just go. And everybody get their money worth, man, because, you know, we know over the years, man, how we, you know, things start late, people in the standing out in the cold and traveling and all kind of stuff and cancellations and all kinds of stuff, man, they put up with a lot from us, man, so... I wanted to make sure that we did something for for the people that have supported us for all of these years, man. I mean, I've been all over the world, met some incredible people, and seen some incredible things I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise, man. So I just, you know, my thing is to the fans, man, we love you guys, and we appreciate you for all that you do for us. Thank you so much, Morrison. In closing, uh, do you have anything um, coming up? Oh, well, I mean, there's a lot of things coming up. I mean, personally, I'm working on a project. I've been spending a lot of time in China recently, and, and I've been working on a thing called World Symphony for Peace. That uh, Basically, I just got tired of hearing politicians and folks, you know, yammering about uh, nothing, about, you know, a lot of air uh, and just craziness and, and just thought, what can I do? Uh, and so the World Symphony for Peace came out of it, where I just want to go around the world, different places, do music with indigenous people, different styles of music, and just show that people are actually more connected and more um, have more things in common than not. Uh, when you take politics and 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 all of these other type of things out of it, and religious type of things in terms of. You know, we can't get along one to the other. I mean, you know, when we used to do the Prince shows, one of the things I used to love the most is whenever we'd be grooving, he'd just stop and just look at all of the humanity in the building and just say, uh, look at all of us. And you've, you've probably seen it too, you know, Funkenberry, you've seen it, where it's like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, look at all of us. We're in here getting along, everybody having a good time. How come we can't take it outside and do That's the same right. thing? Exactly. That was always one of my favorite parts in the show when he would do that. It's just because we all put down everything when we came in and everybody getting together, we all on the same post, we all grooving. And so nobody's talking about Trump. Nobody's talking about Clinton. Nobody's mm -hmm. talking about ISIS. We all in there grooving right. and we having a good time. And that's what I want to do. I, I'd rather find things that make us common, that make humans humans. And that's what that piece was. And then of course, I, you know, I have my, ED, uh, I call it EGM, electronic groove music. With my, my, with my good buddy David Alexander for the project I'm doing called The Lord's Up. And of right. course, I'm going to be working with, you know, with the family, with anybody that's doing anything uh, Prince related. Uh, that's, you know, the reason why I'm even, you know, able to do most of the other things I've been doing is because of what I'm doing with that. So, of course, anything that they want to reach out for me to do, if I can do it, I'm, I'm at their service about that. So, uh, just, I'm just trying to stay busy, man. You know, the music game is funny. You have to keep it moving or else be lost by the wayside right thank you so much morris for your time really appreciate it again i want to have you back on absolutely thank you guys i appreciate it man of course uh you know both of you cats man just keeping the funk alive and you know keeping the energy uh in in this space man i appreciate it yeah thank you thank you much love morris thank you guys for tuning in Till next time keep it funky